0: somebody has what you want and they have the power to give it to you and you need to get them to give it to you and it's a matter of like how can i get that dynamic to work in my in my favor and naturally like the way that we think that's going to work is by just like pleasing them and and saying and agreeing with them with whatever they say on this episode of overdue austin and i recorded an episode with just the two of us Our motivation for this episode came from an event the two of us had come from right before and we had some thoughts on our mind we wanted to share. We talked about the importance of talking to people for who they are and not the roles they play, while also touching on some of the ways that we interact with people. I hope you enjoy.
1: Welcome to Overdue, where we cover the stories of certified project starters and ambitious entrepreneurs, from college students to accomplished professionals. I actually tweeted the other day. Uh, wait, let me check my Twitter handle. I'm going to plug it real quick. Austin02202016 on Twitter. <laughs> so I tweeted the other day, talk to who they are, not just the roles they play. And like, this was something that I've been thinking about for a while. I think since I got to college, it's been like reinforced a lot. And we hear it all the time with like, we had some friends who were like high ups and business threats. And like, they're in these positions where like kids really want to get in, right? And they're always like, like, these kids are always, like, well, we saw it today, right? Yeah, I mean,
0: we can contextualize it a bit. Like, yeah. before this, um, me and Austin just came from, like, a meet the brothers. Like, basically, like, a little, like, casual meet and greet event where, like, mm-hmm. business threat rush is going on right now. So, we are yeah. kids. Also, are like, kinda, say like,
1: what business threats are for somebody that may not yeah, know. Yeah,
0: so, I mean, a business threat is basically just, like, a group of people who are very, like, ambitious and, like, professionally, like, driven that kind of want to kind of want to just, like, be together and, mm. and do all that together while also, like, having the support of, like, alumni and companies sponsoring them, so, yeah. so and I think at our school it's a little bit hyped up more than, than, than it is at other schools, but mm. that's just because U of I is a big school, Yeah,
1: right. Yeah, so, like, I mean, I'll, I'll just piggyback off that, where it's, they're essentially fraternities, they're more professionally oriented. So you're doing a lot more business uh, oriented stuff, you're doing workshops of like how to be a better whatever it may be, yeah. um, how to market yourself better, how to stack up more evidence that you can market market for yourself, and then all of that coming together, right but I mean, there is definitely elements of like you know social like fun and all that, yeah. but at the same time, you do get a lot out of like the professional aspects as well. Um, so yeah, we just came back from. <laughs> a PCT, which is one of the business frats down here on campus, that Isar is a part of. Our friend the Third is a part of. Our friend Mani is a part of. um Like our friend Malaz is a part of. That our we just
0: Austin's new friend Malaz. Yeah, we just yeah. had
1: uh we just had a conversation with one of ESR's friends that's in the frat. um frater- Do you call business fraternities like frat? Like, do you ever? Well, okay, say when,
0: I, when I'm like talking about it with you guys and like people who understand, like. But when I'm saying, like, oh, yeah, my frat, Mm -hmm. I guess, like, it makes sense. But, like, or I I don't know. If I'm I'm talking to, like, a five-side dude, I'm like, oh, yeah, my frat. And they're like, oh, what frat are you in? And I say, like, PCT. Like, (laughs) I'm not saying that. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Like, yeah, but we just had a conversation with Malah. Pretty lengthy conversation, about an hour and a half of just, like, business frats. Why or why not, essentially? Like, that's what it was all about. But before that, we were at the PCT Info Night business part. that um, they're all in and just meet the brothers. So like everybody that's in the business fraternity and then a bunch of kids that are hoping to be a part of said community, right?
0: Yeah. And just to like contextualize how like selective they are. I mean, they get about like four to like 500 people trying to get in to give out about 30 to 40 bids. So damn. Yeah. So it's a,
1: yeah. Yeah, you definitely need to meet some qualifications, and like as a result, like a lot of the kids are like, um, like I guess this might be me included, but a lot of that—that's something that we got to think about a little bit more. But a lot of the kids like want to do whatever they can to be a part of these communities because like they are amazing communities. We have a lot of friends that are a part of them, and they do benefit a lot from them. But some kids like perceive that this is the way to do it, or that's the way to do it. That you should do this, and then. Like, that's what works, to like, to get into these business business fraternities. Um, but, yeah, we were at the info night. Esar had a lot of conversations with kids that are hoping to get in with business fraternities. And I listened in on a lot of them as well just because I was curious what was going on. And one thing that stuck out to me, as well as Esar, is a lot of these conversations when I was listening. So I listened to a lot of kids talking to Esar and a lot of the conversations treated him very one-dimensional like where it's like tell me about this and pct tell me about and yeah like that there's definitely reason for that like it's a pct info night but at the same time like you're out in the quad like this is a conversation everyone's wearing shorts and a t-shirt yeah so at the end of the day it's like try to form a genuine relationship you know because you think that it might be best to like say this or say that, like, oh, you they want to hear this or they want to hear that. But I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, but you just want to hear about them more than like their resume.
0: Exactly. And I feel like, I mean, I, yeah, because that's like more of the conversation I wanted to have, like I, genuinely the best conversation I had today was about like bears.
1: Yeah. Well, and, t- like, t- tell me, wait, what was the one thing, the the conversation you just mentioned uh, where uh, you're just talking about whatever, like in PCT, and then they're like, oh, I want to know about you.
0: Oh, oh, yeah. So. This, like, one girl, I wish I remember her name, because, honestly, like, I would have, like, given her whatever, like, Mm -hmm. I wish I remember her name, but, honestly, I don't. Um, But we were, like, talking about, like, PCT, whatever, for maybe, like, seven minutes, um, whatever, like, the basic stuff, and then she was, like, um, honestly, like, I'm sick of just, like, hearing about PCT from everyone, and, like, I know you guys are more than that, so just, like, what do you like to do in your free time, and, like, tell me, like, a little bit more about you and all that. And that was, like, that's when I, like, I, like, woke up a little bit. I'm, like, oh, okay. Now I can actually, like, talk more outside of, like, the basic PCTs helping me do this, do that. Like, Mm -hmm. I was honestly, like, I was, like, speechless for, like, a second. I was, like, oh, wow, okay. They actually want to, like, learn more about me. And then that's why I wish I remember her name. But It's crazy
1: because that's such, like, a – I feel like that's such a normal thing to say. But, like, in those environments, you don't really hear that as much mm -hmm. as, like, you should just because, like – A lot of the kids are kind of, they're trying to play the role of pledge and the other person's trying to play the role of like, whatever. Like, and that's just how it seems like this kind of transactional relationship in the eyes of some people that want to get in. But at the end of the day, it's like, we're all out of school together. And like, yes, there are some like hierarchies within business for it's like this person has this position. But at the end of the day, like we're all humans. Yeah. So if you're interested in someone as a human, it just goes so much further.
0: Yeah, I feel like all the people that I remember, like,
1: honestly, I don't remember any names,
0: but, like, all the faces that I remember and all the conversations I remember are the ones that didn't ask me about PCT. Like, this one kid, like, okay, I remember one of his, I'm not going to say his name, but I remember his name, Um, but it was because he came up to me, he was like, yo, do you play fantasy football? Like, and then, like, I we had a 20-minute conversation about that, and then, like, I lowkey told him how like I think the Bears should like get rid of Caleb, like like should get rid of Justin Fields, uh, like, lowkey
1: go for Caleb Williams, but like that's a whole different conversation. That's
0: not that's not what this what this podcast is about. But I mean, those are like the conversations I remember the most, and like I could tell those kids were honestly like more genuine and like genuinely interested in hearing what I wanted to say than like everyone else. Cause I mean, you kind of like read when someone like actually wants to hear what you have to say versus like when someone's just like listening because um, yeah. and like I feel like the kids were asking me like oh what's like the pr- best like professional lesson you learned how has it helped you get like your internship for next summer like they were just like looking at me and nodding and like just like mm-hmm. whatever versus like everyone else is more like the other kids were more like actually like interested asking follow up questions like yeah, more into
1: it so it's, it's, it's really interesting because like at the point where we're at we're like sophomores right so I had to give a ton of interviews for like kids, and mm-hmm. like you're gonna have to give some interviews for kids. But at the same two time, hours of them tomorrow, we're in both sides We're in both chairs for interviews, like in so many different things we're doing, right? Yeah. Whether it's like we're looking for a job and like we're sitting down for the interview, but we're also giving them ourselves. So we're like we're seeing it from both sides, and it's it's really interesting because I remember I gave about 20 interviews for a club that I'm in. Almond. And, uh, like, that was really enjoyable because, I mean, it was it was interesting, though, because I had to ask some questions, and I added some of my own because I just wanted to hear these kids' answers because a lot of the times I was just, like, curious. I was, like, interested to find what they were passionate about talking about. And, like, one kid, like, one question I added, like, to the sheet that I asked, like, all these kids because I was really interested to hear was if you're, uh, this was not the first question asked. Okay, so then just, like, walk in and hear this. I ask them questions, and then, like, you kind of get, like, like, loosened up, whatever. And then, like, the last question I asked them before they left was, if your parents were asked what they were most proud of you of, what do you think they would say? And, like, I got so many genuine, like, reactions out of that, because it almost, like, they got out of the role that they were trying to play and then, like, opened up more to, like, an actual conversation. And I think a lot of it just goes through, like, the tonality you have. And then, I mean, you saw this, like, when you were, what do you think about when we're getting, like, we're looking for a job, or, like, we're doing this, like, we're in these positions reaching out, do you think, do you feel like subconsciously you'll kind of revert back to that, like, kind of, like, inferior, like, kind of, like, you know what I mean? Yeah, I feel like, okay, so I can't,
0: like, blame these, like, new rushes. Yeah, like, yeah. It's, it's, because, it's, like, yeah, subconsciously that does happen. You're You're... Somebody has what you want and they have the power to give it to you and you need to get them to give it to you. And it's a matter of like how can I get that dynamic to work in my in my favor? And naturally like the way that we think that's going to work is by just like pleasing them and and saying and agreeing with them with whatever they say, asking them about it. <laughs> Wasn't there like,
1: what was the thing? What was the thing today? Oh yeah, so like
0: I think it was, yo- I think I said Young Thug is, yeah, okay, I'm pretty sure I said, like, Young Thug is better than, I was, like, just messing around, because, like, our, like, Rush theme this year is Amplifier Ambition, so it's, like, all about music and, like, the social events, so, like, my thing has, like, a Bad Bunny song on it, like, my name tag. Ooh. Because it's, like. What, what Bad
1: Bunny song is it? Oh, wait, let me guess. La Santa? No. It, it uh, it's, it's, I think it's Tarot. Oh, Tarot. Tarot. Th- thot- yeah, or, or whatever. Jaico. Or- yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah, it's yeah. not
0: that, it's not, like, Yeah. Yeah. yeah okay. Continue, songs, continue, but continue, whatever. Continue. Um, but, like, just to, like, see if these kids were, like, just saying whatever, like, came to their mind to agree with me, I just, like, said something random, so I was, like, young, I was, like, honestly, like, when it comes to music, I think, like, Young Thug is better than Drake, which he is not, there's no question about that, like, even if you don't like Drake, like, I think, like, people will agree, (laughs) Uh, like, Young Thug might be, like, a decent feature on a lot of, like, albums or whatever, but, or songs, but he's not better than Drake, and, like, these kids are, like, yeah, dude, like, I think you're right. You're so right, bro. He was like, yeah. He was like, yeah, honestly, like, you're you're right. And, like, I didn't say anything because I didn't want him to know I was just, like, messing with them because, like, that's just disrespectful to them. Yeah. But, like, I just was, like, thinking in my head. I was like, oh, my God. like
1: Yeah. Or it's like, honestly, if I was having that conversation with you, um, I would probably have been like, eh, I don't know about that, man. Yeah. Like, you don't got to come out and like straight up say like, bro, what are you talking about? But you could just say something like, I, I had like, what, what do you mean, man? I don't know. I told like, that,
0: I, like I told that to people too. I was like, like when you're talking to like PCT people here, like, please, like if you don't agree with something we say, like you can respectfully disagree. You don't have to be like, yo, that's so stupid. Why would you ever say that? But you can be like, honestly, man, like I, I don't agree with that. Like, I mean... You don't have to. You just have to be respectful. And to so like coming back to like that whole like inferiority thing with like, um, if I would like do that, if I would like need a job, which like Loki, I probably do do that. But <laughs> now that I think of it, subconsciously, it probably does happen. But um, like there's a respect. Like you just have to be respectful because if you if if you respect someone, I think. That's all. That's all anyone wants from me. Like no one needs you to like agree with everything they say. Well, and they, honestly, they some, want
1: you to disagree. I yeah, because like
0: that's what's that's what like I hate to say say like this, but that's what, like spices up a conversation. Like yeah, if everything is just like oh I like this, I like this too. Oh I want to do this, I want to do that too. Like where is the conversation going with that? Exactly. It's
1: going absolutely nowhere. So I had a I had a job. Well, it wasn't in an interview for an internship, right? It was. I was meeting with the owner of a personal wealth management firm um, who was like in the office with my dad. Um, And we were just having a conversation. So we weren't like, it wasn't about, it was slightly about the internship, but it it wasn't like I wasn't applying or anything like that. We're just talking. um, And he's like, so tell me about yourself, like for the first question. And I just, I, I, I didn't have any answer program in my head, but I started talking. And then as we keep talking... He, I I think that he, it was clear in his head that I didn't have anything specific to the internship that I was saying. Because I was just being honest and transparent because I'm like, I don't really know what a personal wealth management firm does. So I have no reason to, like, what am I going to sit here in lie for, right? So we were just talking. We talked about podcasts for like 20 minutes because we had one. He's like, oh, my friend has one. I talked about the sauna like because I met you in the sauna and I met like, so many other people in the sauna as well. He's like, oh, I actually met like someone that I now manages their money, and I felt like I had such a genuine conversation with him because it wasn't solely about the internship. Like we talked about it a little bit at times, but that's what not what I was concerned about. And when we left, we were it was on this note of like, okay, like right now, obviously, like, I don't know what I want to do yet, right? But he was like, if it's a good fit for you in the future, like we'll like you know like talk about it more. And if you're a good fit for us, like, we'll talk about it more as well. So, like, I'm going to talk to him again, like, in the winter. But, like, I think it was mutually understood that we both don't know, like... Like, I don't know if I'd want to do that, right? And I wasn't going to fake it because there's nothing good that comes out of it. I think at one point he even mentioned, like... Like, oh like, if I could, like, manage your money one day or something like that. Like, if you, like, don't go into this or something like that. And, like, that was, like, a really... That was a good conversation to have. Because... It was interesting to hear, you know, because I was treating him like a person because I didn't have anything to gain from him necessarily. I did, but if it's a fit, it's a fit, you know, but
0: yeah, I mean, yeah, like those types of conversations are like the ones that, I mean, matter more. Right. Yeah. Um, and like, those are kids that, okay, well, bring this back to like today, I mean, those are kids I'm going to remember. Yeah. Um, that's like a memorable conversation. I mean.
1: What would you what would you give, like, as, like, kind of a brief summary of advice for anybody that would be rushing a business frat? Like, when it comes to those conversations.
0: Dude, who said this? Jacob. Jacob said it the best. Don't be a bot. Like, <laughs> that's why, in the context of business frats, it's like, being a bot at, like, a social event, um, which is supposed to be for you to get to know, like, us better. Like, Info Night was, like, for people to understand more about, like, the fraternity itself and, like like, what's going on and, like, just learn about, like, professionally, like, what we're all about, but, like, social, like, meet the bros, it's casual, like, you're just supposed to, like, learn more about us, but I feel like because you're being, like, I guess a bot and, like, putting us on, like, that, like, pedestal, you're asking, like, the basic questions, Um, so, like, I mean, I would just, like, say, if you're in that position, whether it be for a job or like, for another club or whether it be for a business fraternity next semester or, like, even later in this. Well, this is probably going to come out after Rush, but yeah, whatever. Um, Next semester or what, whatever it might be, I think, like, it's more just about, like, be respectful because that's huge. But when you're talking to someone who has something that you want and they can give it to you and they hold that power, it's more just about respect is there, but, like, you don't have to, like, agree with everything you, you, they say and you don't have to... Like, people, like, okay, this is what I've noticed, like, just in, like, talking to people and what I've noticed, like, about myself. People love talking about themselves. So, like, the minute <laughs> yeah. you start asking someone, like, anything remotely about them, like, the key to getting to their, like, like mind and kind of, like, getting them to remember you, whether it be, like, at a, like, social, out, like, happy hour for, like, a job. Like, I had one for Procter & Gamble. I had a happy hour. Like, whether it be for that or like whether it be like this is basically like the equivalent of a happy hour before like interviews. Um you just gotta like you just gotta like find that way to get them to start talking about themselves and you just keep queuing questions like that, and then like slowly like your name is just gonna keep popping up in their head because something that they enjoyed talking about, something that they remembered yeah. talking about, which is like say like someone at like PNG talked about like their kids with me, they're gonna remember that they like told me their son's name. And, like, how old their son is or whatever. And, like, how they went with their son to Cincinnati Reds game. Mm -hmm. More than they're going to remember how they told me that, like, P&G, like, made, like, $31 million last year based off (laughs) of just, like, Crest doing this random thing. Because
1: you could find that online.
0: Exactly. So, I think, like, just, like, queuing questions like that, queuing Mm -hmm. people to talk about themselves is, like, the one way to kind of, like, get to, like, if you're in that situation, is to get what you want. Yeah.
1: I mean, that's the way I think of it, at least. No, and I think that's the best way to think of it. It's like, I mean, I've heard this so many times. It's probably cliche at this point, but people aren't going to remember what you said. They're going to remember how you made them feel. Yeah. I mean, no, that's true. Every conversation like that, not in any, like, manipulative way, but, like, in a genuinely caring what, like, is going on with them or, like, about their life and, like, being genuinely interested is, like... That's going to go so much longer of a way than yeah. asking them some question that you could just type into your browser. Exactly. ChatGPT, Espe-
0: Especially when it comes to, like, companies. Like, I feel like this is more, more like, geared to... Less geared toward, like, a business, right? And, like, I feel like this is... I mean, that's where, like, we got this idea to talk about this, but I think, like, this comes more based on, like, jobs and, like, internships. Especially internships, right? The career fair just happened last week. And, okay, so I would say... How many how many like students do you think a recruiter talks
1: to in a single day
0: at, at like the Geese Career Fair or the Granger
1: Career Fair? I've never been, but I mean I just think about it it's like I would I think about those interviews I gave and then I if I multiplied that by if I made those fifteen minute conversations about two, three minutes and then multiply that by like fifty, I'm not remembering like Yeah, exactly. Okay. Everybody a lot of them are just respectfully. That's just, this is just how we are because we go to a lot of the same schools. It's yeah. like copy paste. Unless you, you're not going to be different unless you're not going to be remembered differently unless you are different. Exactly. So,
0: so there's like a recruiter there from like, and this is what like, okay, I, I learned this from, I actually learned this from PCT, but like, no need to plug. No uh, need to plug. They're plugging. No they're pl- plug. they're plugging. Pluggin'. But like, okay, so there's a recruiter there from like 12 to 5. Um, probably talking to at least 10 kids an hour. Mm-hmm. Um, so 10 kids an hour, 12 to five, like they're easy. They're usually talking to 60, 70 kids a day. If not more, like honestly, it could even be more. Um, I'm not remembering a single one who just comes up to me and it's like, okay, they're all going to start with their elevator pitch. Cause like, I mean, in the context of a career fair, like everyone's starting with the elevator pitch, but like if you're ending your elevator pitch with like, yeah, I'd love to work here. Or versus, like, and I feel like if you're ending your career, your elevator pitch with, like, um, something along the lines of, oh, yeah, and in my free time, I like to do this. You're queuing something for the recruiter to pick up on, and then the recruiter I like, like that. To ask you about it. Like that. um, and that's, like, how I kind of do my elevator pitch. It's, like, obviously I do all my professional BS. And then, like, I'll, like, at the end, I'll be, like, oh, and in my free time, I enjoy, like, weightlifting or, like, working on my podcast or whatever it might be. And then it's, like the recruiter is away from talking about all of like your professional stuff. And they start talking about your personal stuff and like, who knows there there's no, there's no person on this planet that can tell me that they know their professional stuff better than they know their personal stuff. Like any day of the week I can talk about like any of like the personal stuff I'm working on or like any like weightlifting, working out, whatever it might be like podcast better than I can talk about any club. And if you can start making like that connection with like anyone, I think that's how, that's, that's the key to success. Yeah. At least in, in that context of like networking. I think like that's in people. any
1: context. I think about with teachers. You just talk about a teacher with like, cause I, I, I had a teacher that he lived in Guadalajara. he lived in Russia. He's been all over the place. And he like briefly talked about that and in it's like intro at the beginning of class. And then we have some, then like we have classes, or whatever, but I like brought it up to him. I was like, Oh, like, how was your time in Guadalajara? like, you could just see that they just enjoy talking about that so much more because it's, like, if I viewed my relationship with my teacher as transactional, as, like, student-teacher, as if, like, the roles that were prescribed, then that's all of those conversations are going to be about. Like, I'm never going to be able to form a genuine bond.
0: Yeah. So, like, I mean, that, like, goes to, like, what we were talking about at the beginning, right? I I just think
1: that we could expand it to just conversations and relationships in general. Yeah. Whether it's in the workplace, even, like... I mean, even, like, I mean, in anything you think about, like, think about a group project. A lot of the kids are treating the relationship with the other kids as transactional in a lot of cases. Yeah. It's like, we're working on this. That's why we're here. But it's like, if you go and you start having, like, I I miss my closest friends through group projects. Because I would just talk to them about this or that or, like, their lives. And, like, it's not seen as this transactional conversation. It's like, no, I want to know you. I don't want to know how good you did on this group project or, like, your role within the group project. But, like, no, I want to talk to you, you know? And I think that that can go for pretty much everything. I just think a lot of people can get that twisted easily. I mean, I know that I can or, like, I used to, like, very easily. Um, Now I really try to stay aware of it and just, like, talk to people for who they are, you know? Yeah, I mean... Yeah, I mean, there's, like, not really more I could say to that,
0: right? I think, like, we've, like, kind of hit it, but...
1: Yeah, because I feel like that's the best, like, only real way you could form a genuine bond.
0: Yeah, there... Yeah, no matter the context, like, if you're talking to someone for who they are and about, like, you genuinely want... I mean, well, like, if you are interested in, like, wanting to know them, like, you are going to form that bond. But, like, it's just, like, so sad how it's, like, come, especially with, like... I mean, I noticed it today... And, like, probably
1: because today was the day where I was on the other side of it that I noticed it today. Yeah. Um, I also, like, uh, I'll comment a little bit real quick. But I was overhearing a lot of these conversations, and I'm seeing a lot of these kids, like, and, like, it's not their fault, necessarily. Like, it's just, I feel like it's naturally reinforced within, like, the whole, like, rush process. Like, a lot of people, like, you're, this is what you're, like, told you're supposed to do. But a lot of kids, they'd ask, they'd get an answer then the answer would be over. And they'd ask, get an answer, and the answer would be over. It's like, nah, like, ask them about their personal experiences. You hear something, it's like, oh, I love that. Or like, oh, I don't know, but it's like, just talk. And like, these kids, it wasn't all of them, but I like, I've, I've heard a couple of them where it seemed like they were, they had a, like, list of questions in their head. They're like, these are the best questions that stick out when you ask, whatever. And then they were just kind of reading off them in their head. And while the other person's talking, they're thinking about what they're gonna ask next. They're not listening. Yeah. Did you feel that? Because no. you were on the other dude, side? Dude, yeah. This happened to me at
0: the very end. This one girl came up and talked to me. And she like shook my hand and everything. She's like, I'm whatever. And I'm like, hi, I'm Isar. Um, and she's like, dude, I, I was like really hoping she was gonna ask me something, like, how's your day been? Or like something, and then she just like shook my hand and she's like, I'm like, hi, I'm Isar. Like the whole intro shit stuff is like over. And then um, She's just like, how has PCT helped you professionally? I give my answer. She's like, okay, it was great to meet you. Shook my hand and left. And like, okay, first of of all, I have no clue what her name was. um, Because I just like forgot. But I mean, you're
1: proving our points. uh,
0: uh, Like she couldn't even, she wasn't even like, like those are kids that are not getting bids. That's like another, like, that's for another time to talk about. But I think like also like, Okay, the funny thing was this is just this might be a little bit off, but like the funny thing was like this goes back to like your thing of like having a list of like questions. Um I feel like last year I kind of had a list when I was rushing, but mm-hmm. I definitely like was able to ask follow-ups and kind of like interact with that, which then I think it's like okay. Mm-hmm. But if you just have a list and you're going through it and not really reacting to what the other what, to what like the active guy or girl in like PCT or whatever frat or whatever context yeah, yeah. is saying. Um, None is bad, but I like called one of the kids out on it because (laughs) he was like, he was like, what is, what is one thing you would change about PCT? And I was like, Hey, that was my question last year. Like at the end of the interview, when they would ask me like, what do you have any questions for me? That was my question. And I told him that I was like, that's a good question. I was like, that's my question. And I used to always have them stumped. And now like I'm stumped. And he was like, he was like, yeah, that's why I chose. I was like, "Bruh, like, like, it was a stupid question last year, and it's a stupid question this year, too. Ask me how my day was. Ask me if I play fantasy. Ask me, like, anything you want. Like, don't – like, ask me something that's going to cue a genuine response. Not, like, me just, like, saying some – Obviously, I'm not going to, like, say something bad about the fraternity that I'm trying to get this kid to, like, join. So, I don't know why he's even – like, like this season, now I'm going
1: off on a tank, Yeah, 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 so, like, yeah. Like, I was just,
0: like, so upset by that question that, like – I mean, it, like, worked for me last year, but, th- but at the same time, like –
1: well, yeah. Well, it's probably other things that got you in. It's like yeah, and then the but, majority of all, the, all other conversations, you're very like yeah. But I uh, I'll note that for my interview. Like if I have, if I go to my interview, you are tomorrow, interviewing
0: tomorrow. Like we,
1: just so you know, today is September 17th, and it
0: is 10:31 p.m. And tomorrow you are interviewing on September
1: 18th. Right. Why? We, we'll see. And I'm if gonna make gonna sure gonna,
0: you're doing it during the time I'm there.
1: So you interview me? No, I, I don't think that like... They're going to they're ask gonna ask me at the end, do you have any questions? And no, like, they're not.
0: It's speed dating. It's quick. So there's no time for that. Damn it. Yeah.
1: I was going to like... Well, that's why you got to If you, you were go an to... animal, what animal would you be? That's why you got to go to like... <laughs> that's that's going to be the type of questions I ask me tomorrow. I bet. Uh, huh? I bet you that's going to be the type of questions they ask me. I know them. I can't say anything. It's but... definitely... Because I like the questions I was asking for Illinois Sports Business Conference. I love them. They were so excited. Um, I get like so passionate. Whatever, it's like these dumb questions. Um, but it's like, what motivates you? Or like, if you had to give a TED talk, what would it be on? Or like, if you had to have dinner with three people, who would it be and all that shit? And like, I love, I love having those conversations because I mean, you're gonna really enjoy tomorrow's interview, then. <laughs> this is, dude, this is what we call the assumed close <laughs> in sales. They're just like the way that you're talking. Like well, you and Malau were talking was so like you just like what I would do at the, the door for solar, I'd be like, Oh like, so like later today or tomorrow' be a better time for you, <laughs> and that's exactly what you guys are doing right now, but I love it i'm all i'm I'm all here for it, but i'll I'll go tomorrow it's it'll be good interview practice, and I'll be able to talk about myself, so love that, but yeah, I don't know, I think it all comes down like just like the the just how many kids apply? 400 500? Okay. The average kid doesn't get in, right? So if you are trying to the be- above The above
0: s- average kid doesn't get yeah. in if you're looking at those- Well, like, yeah, but for stats, what I'm about to yeah. say,
1: but if you are trying to be the same as everybody else, you are setting yourself up to fail.
0: Exactly. But, I mean, that's like in life, though. Yeah, right? yeah. Like, it's not just- I mean, I guess, I guess like looking at it at the stats
1: of a business fraternity is a great way. But, yeah, I mean, that's like life. Yeah. If you're trying to be like everybody else- everybody else isn't getting in besides 30 kids yeah so it's like you need something that makes you different and it could yeah. be x it could be y it could be you just being your ah, this is a- dude
0: it's being yourself. Okay, i know i'm about to like spike this thing i've told <laughs> so many people today just be yourself and honestly if half these kids were themselves like it would be so much harder for us to pick like it's already hard to pick like 30 40 kids but like it would be so much harder because like if these kids were just themselves and, like, talked to me about, like, the things they actually enjoy
1: doing, like, I would have, like, such a yeah, great time. Yeah, I think that is an interesting point, though, because I think it's about, like, being yourself in values, but then in conversational tactics or whatever it may be, like, there you can use, like, tactics. Right? Yeah. But I think about... For me to improve socially, like there's a lot of like small things. Like if I'm sitting down, and I have my arm like extended on this armrest. It's just naturally a more confident body position, so it's gonna be like be reinforced in my brain. Yeah. And, like I, I just know that that's how that works, right? Or that if I talk with hand gestures, if I'm like firm with whatever like my hand movements, then that's perceived as more X or more Y. You know what I mean? And it's like there's definitely merit to improving upon. Them. Like there's definitely something to be said about improving upon those skills. But when it comes to values, always be yourself. Yeah. So, that was the biggest thing with, uh... Yeah.
0: That was probably the biggest thing with today. Like, kids were just not being themselves. Yeah. But... It's funny I say kids. Like, some of them are, like... They are age. Some of them are older, right? I mean... Yeah, yeah. Like, because I'm, like, theory. a sophomore, but I have a late birthday. So, like... yeah. I mean, yeah, technically, yeah. like, a lot of them are older than
1: me, so... That is interesting. I was talking to a freshman the other day, and he's Finn plus ds and he was like, like oh i know like so many kids are doing like fin plus ds and like fin plus ds is very like if you look at the market what skills are needed it's objectively valuable it's very objectively valuable right so he's like i know all these other people that are doing it like but i want to stand out and i know you're doing like a cs minor so like how is that like what, what what's that like and i'm like i know this kid i like this kid and i'm like okay if you're doing something to stand out, you're, okay, Hold on, let me, let me backtrack real quick. Do some be yourself and you will naturally stand out. Yeah. But I, if you try to stand out, you're not being yourself and don't get those reversed because you being you, whatever that may be, maybe that is fin plus DS, maybe that's what he actually wants to do, but you being you is naturally going to have you stand out and Every, like, every day. Yeah,
0: I think you're trying to say, like, instead of doing something that stands out, something you're doing should stand out. Or, like, have something you do that stands out. Kind of like that you naturally do, though, right? Like,
1: yeah, or like, because if you are yourself, that will stand out. yeah, Yeah. And that's the most important thing that can stand out. Yeah. Don't have the cs minor on your resume be the thing that stands out
0: dude i i feel like that was me last semester like i wanted that on my resume
1: to stand like the cs minor then i dropped it because i was like at the end of the day it's "It's it's
0: not me bro it's not me me."
1: yeah it's three words i mean i'm just doing it like if we're being honest i did not do any coding until college and okay i have i think i haven't gone through it right but i haven't i didn't do any coding until college
0: i'm proficient in python (laughs) it doesn't count
1: conversational in spanish on your resume um but going into college i didn't have any coding experience right i'm pretty ahead in finance and i think about it where it's like objectively it does not really make sense for me to do a cs minor like i'm definitely behind like by a lot and if we're talking about the skills i already built up like it's it's like the lowest probably of everything right so if like if you look at if you get rid of my values my like what I actually want to learn like there's no reason I should do it. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. But I'm like I want to do it. Like I enjoy doing it. and It gets me excited to do. So maybe it's not the smartest thing to do, but it's in my eyes it's the right thing to do.
0: No, I I like that. I mean I think. I mean it's the same thing. You're just doing it because you want to do it, right? You're not yeah. doing it because you think it's gonna look good on your resume.
1: Yeah, it's the same reason why want to learn how to backflip because, like, I want to do it. Like, yeah. I saw Ruby's Cubes. Actually, a big part of it was other people doing it. But, like, now it's, like, I like doing it sometimes. Like, that's it's like, fun. I think I, or
0: this might be, like, a stretch, but that's, like, the one reason I will never add this podcast to my resume. Yesterday I was having a conversation with my roommate, and he was, like, hey, now, like, your podcast, you guys have, like, what, like, I don't know how many episodes. He was, like, you guys have, like, more than, like, one or two episodes. Like, are you going to add it to
1: your resume? I'm, like, no. Cause like the incentive structure gets messed up.
0: Yeah, exactly. Cause now I'm like trying to use it to get a job or whatever. On my like interest sections of my thing, I do have like podcasts on there. But like that just could mean that like I enjoy listening to podcasts. Yeah. But um, I'm never gonna add it like as a thing on there.
1: In theory, I think that this could be like if you just talk to the average person, this could be so good like of an argument for like at a job interview. Like, think about, like, people we've talked to and the people we're going to talk to. Like, it's such, like, a mark, like, such a sellable thing. It is. But it's, like... But it's, like... I'll bring it it up if it comes up in conversation, but I'm not going to use it as, like... Exactly. Because I'm not doing it for... There's
0: not a single person I told today about it unless they asked me about it. So there's probably... And because, like, naturally how, like, bad these kids were at asking questions... (laughs) Naturally, like I think I talked about it three times. Like Three people heard about the podcast, and that was it. And
1: it's probably your biggest thing you work on, right? Yeah. Outside of school? Yeah,
0: outside of school. This is probably the thing I put like, the most effort into. And like the thing I want to see like do the best out of everything I do, because I think it's the one that I have the most impact on. I mean, I'm in motorsport, but there's like 300 kids in motorsport. I'm in PZT, there's 100 kids in PZT. Yeah. This is me. Like, 50% of it is me.
1: So yeah. I have the most impact. Yeah. yeah. No, it's... Dude, it's... It's, it's interesting. Like... I don't know, I love yeah. I think it's just such an important thing, like I mean we're talking to people by who they are, not the roles they play. Yeah. And I, I mean I think on this note we'll wrap it off. Um, yeah. So definitely a shorter one, but like it's fresh in our minds. We had conversations about it and I mean it's something that's always in the back of my mind. I really try to reinforce it to myself of like whatever community you're in, like detach the role that they're playing from who they are and then from there you'll have a much more fulfilling conversation and a much more genuine, genuine relationship will form. So, do you get got any wrapping up thoughts? If you're gonna, don't be a bot. Yeah,
0: dude. Honestly, in the in the words of Mister Jacob Swinney, don't be a bot. Literally, like this, th- that aligns so perfectly with
1: today's episode. So, three more years of this, brother. Yes. All right. Well, thank you all for listening, and have a great rest of your day.